Welcome to Full Rigor, a Florida True Crime Podcast. I'm Karen Curtis. I'm Jennifer Ross, back again. Thanks for inviting me. I oh, love doing this. Oh, we love having you. I like it even better when I have no idea what it is you're talking about. Well, you do have an idea because you're connected. Why? We're talking about mobsters. Oh, my uncle, John. Who've spent- <laughs> this isn't about John Gotti, is it? No. Oh, okay. Just it's, check it's, it. a, it's about other mobsters who either spent time in Florida, escaped in Florida, hid out in Florida. Are you or, trying to tell me my relatives are going to be in this, <laughs> see, this reca- episode? Thanks so very much. Recaptured for the in Florida. Tell everyone what your real last name is. Well, it was. It was. It's in Generations. Gotti was. It was my grandmother's. But what's the Fazio maybe. thing? La Fazio. La Fazio. La Fazio. That was my father's name. Chipola was my mother's Holy name. Holy moly. And then there was a Petraca and then there was a Gotti. A so, there's a lot of Italians. There's a lot of Paisans. So come yeah, I mean, there's a lot of us. Oh. Uh, there's no doubt about it. So anytime anything bad used to happen in Rhode Island, it was funny because everybody in Ohio thinks if you're Italian, at least when I went to Ohio State, if your name, if you were Italian, then obviously you were a mobster. You were connected. That was it. There was, so a bunch of my friends, my freshman year, came home to my parents at a great summer house. So I said, come on, we'll go there for spring break. So we went to my parents' summer house, and they said, well, we're going to mobs country. I said, nothing ever happens like that in Rhode Island. While they're there, 16 people are gunned down no. at various bars and restaurants on the street. I oh. was like, and they're all looking at me. They said, we told you this was like gunland. Oh, my went, God. Oh, Gangland. Just, said, this doesn't usually happen. It, it doesn't. <laughs> <But> <laughs> while it <did>. I'm around. <laughs> at least while I'm here, it doesn't happen. Now, if you needed to... Like, get rid of someone? Do you have someone to do that for you? Because I know I, you know how to get rid of a body. I, I, I might. I, I, That's one of our top-rated yeah. podcasts. What, how to get rid of a body? Yeah, I think it was one of the first ones we did. Well, just don't bury it in some place that you usually go. Let's start there. You have to kill a complete stranger to get away with it. Ah, uh, yes, right, too. right. That's true. That helps, too. Because inevitably, most murders are done by people who know the victim. That's right. So, anyway, no. Uh, yes, I could make a phone call and you could disappear tomorrow. <laughs> so, if that's what you want me to tell you, <laughs> I'm going to have the FBI on my doorstep one of these days between how to get rid of a body, how you kill people. Thanks, you're killing me over here, literally. You're killing me. <laughs> Jeez. And you're a friend. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I, well, I'm glad I'm a friend. <laughs> oh, I'd hate to be your enemy. Uh, so, today, my dear, we're talking about uh, two killers two mobsters one of them today dominic tadeo he do you know him don't know him. don't know him. <laughs> you're related to him is he in your family no. tree <laughs> holy shiitake <laughs> mushrooms he's a notorious new york mobster so not from rhode island he killed three people he escaped from federal custody here in florida how come there are so many escapes in our it's state it's super easy right uh, it's it's remember the guy in broward he ran right out of the courtroom uh, he he was in court he was being actually arraigned on first-degree murder charges. And he escaped. Got, yeah, Rosiles. He's actually finally been convicted, but whatever. That was crazy. Yeah, and they caught him right over here, didn't they? Like in the hotel up the street that's yeah. no longer there that the they knocked down. The Red Roof Inn. Yeah, yeah, he was like looking at porn or something on his phone, and they found him. <laughs> but the... the uh, <laughs> The uh, the retired detective last week that we talked to. Yes, Fred DiLoretto. Yeah, he never told us that he was actually made Detective of the Year. Oh, after because of that. Yeah, and he got a huge promotion. He solved that case. Yes. Right. But um, we never really delved into how that suspect that he nabbed 
escaped. Remember, one of his charges was escape. We never talked about how he escaped. I, you know, from I, where he escaped. Well, it was before he arrested him, though. That was okay. like in his his, his you know his yeah his past. He had escaped. I don't know from where. I never did ask that question. I know we forgot. There was so much. But anyway, you have to check out that podcast episode. It was last so week. So tell me about Mr. Okay, uh, so today he's sixty four. Okay. He was in prison in a medium security lockup in Florida. There's, well, there's your first okay, mistake. There's mistake number one. He's a mobster. He's going to get out. Okay. Medium security. Then he was being transferred to a residential halfway house also in Florida. Why are they putting him in a halfway in, house? Did he murder people? He was about to get out. He had one year. Yeah, he murdered three people. And Okay, they're putting him in a halfway house? The guy from last week's out of prison. <laughs> well, and that's he true, raped too. and murdered a little girl. Yeah, we um, got a screwed up country. It, it's it, it's, it, yeah, the, the judicial system needs to be, you know, re- I don't know, reorganized. Completely. Something has to happen there. But anyway, continue. So he's going to go to a halfway house. He had one year left, right? So he, he doesn't show up. So he had pleaded guilty in 1992 to racketeering charges that included killings of three men during the mob wars. Remember those in the 80s? You must remember those. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> in 82 and 83, he shot Nicholas Mastrodonato and Gerald Pelusio and Dino Torotesi? Yeah, Tortace? I, I don't know. How is it spelled? T-A-C-E? Tort, like T-O-R-T-A-T-I-C-E. Tortace. 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 Whatever. Okay. He killed him. A uh, federal judge there uh, in New York denied his request for compassionate release recently. He said that he had health problems. He's a, he's a little, round, obese, bald man. Even after being in prison? Yeah. He was and he doesn't round? look like a mobster, right? He, okay. And they, he goes, look, I'm going to get, he's got hypertension and obesity. He must be eating all the well, weight. They put him on a diet. That would he's have like, solved the problem. He's like, I'm going to get COVID. I oh. need to get out. Who cares that I killed three people? So... <laughs> Apparently, Tadeo had been living at a Wildwood, Florida halfway house, and he failed to return from March 28th medical appointment, probably his hypertension, and so that led to Marshall's launching a statewide manhunt. By the way, this was not Tadeo's first escape from custody. In 1987, he jumped bail on a federal gun charge and remained on the loose for two years before he was finally captured in Cleveland. But anyway, he was just nabbed this morning. They just picked him up again. In Florida. In Hialeah, no less. You mean today? Today. They just arrested this guy again. Yeah, How long has he been missing? March 28th. I thought was, this was like years old. No, no, this no, no. This was no, like no. just it like a happened, last week. Yes. This week. Right. Tadeo was arrested. Tadeo. Get it? Okay, so the, the, the short, fat, bald guy comes back to Florida where he escaped from? Yeah, well, he was in a, going to a halfway house and he just didn't show up. What a yahoo. So now they stick him back in prison? Yeah, because he's going to be charged with more charges. Right. He had and a he year to go. I know. How stupid. Dumbass. You're dumb. You're an idiot. Yeah, uh, you deserve to go back to prison. Okay. Now, the other one that I know you know about is Whitey Bulger. Oh, God. He was mean. Right. See, the thing with Whitey Bulger, though, was because of the FBI agent, he knew everything that was going on. The guy that's was on right. the take. That's right. So th- that whole. Oh, that whole. Are you kidding me? That era, you didn't you didn't mess with the, the mob, the Irish mob at all. Ooh, they were mean. So, mean, you're, mean, mean. so you're the Italian mob and he was the Irish mob. Yeah, Ray Patriaca was in charge of the Italian mob in Boston right. and in Rhode Island. Yeah, in Providence, yeah. Okay. okay. Uncle Ray, nice guy. Nice guy. <laughs> Uncle Ray. <laughs> Came to my confirmation, my baptism, my, yeah, yeah, my 16th birthday. No way. He's a good friend. You're kidding me. Uh, yes, I am. <laughs> oh. You think I know every mobster, but Ray Patriarca, I mean, Raymond Patriarca ran the mob. There's no doubt about it. I, yeah. would, I thought 
No. You were being Ferrilla Gorilla no, about because, that. No, because, you know, my, my mother's, my grandmother's maiden name was Petraca, so everybody used to get it confused. Patriarca Petraca. Oh, sure. You're it's missing like, no, one syllable. No, no, no. There's one more syllable there. So who was the FBI agent that... Oh, God, what I'm was trying to find the name here. Oh, I, it's, I can't remember, but... Uh, I get it. The killer was, the, the irony there was, the FBI agent who was on the take for Whitey Bulger was the head of the Whitey Bulger crime unit. Yes, right. <laughs> to, to catch Whitey Bulger. Right. Knew it was Whitey John Bulger. Connolly, not That's the writer. Him. Yeah. Yes. So he helped uh, Whitey Bulger arrange the murder of a former president of the World Highly, right here in Florida. Only in Florida. <laughs> By the way, Highly which is spelled with a J, is a very Florida sport. It involves bouncing a ball off a walled-in space by accelerating it to high speeds with a handheld wicker cesta. It's like a, a scoop. Right. Anyway, FBI agent John Connolly became a secret member of Whitey's Boston gang. John Connolly told Whitey Bulger everything that was going on in the FBI. So when they were closing in on one of his operations, he'd just move. <laughs> It was the perfect, and it went on for years and years. This right. guy, this informant, was the head of the FBI crime lab. It was like ridiculous. So let me tell you, Whitey Bulger spent a lot of time in Florida. Did he really? Yes. No, didn't. Did not you know? know that? That? Oh yeah, he had a condo in Clearwater. The government oh. took it. It was like one hundred sixty thousand dollars. They seized it. He was worth millions, though. When remember they they finally arrested him in California. Well, he owned like a billion bars. He yeah. was the head of the, the the drug cartel. I mean, he had a, prostitution. He did all that stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. He had a lot of money. So he may have ruled the streets of Boston, but he also had ties to Clearwater. I so never knew that. It was Unit Two One Six in Bayside Gardens in Clearwater. It became the official property of the federal government. This was before. You know that he got rubbed out in prison. Right. Yeah. They killed him. We're going to get to that. Uh, prosecutors took legal out. steps to seize it. He bought it for 160000 part of a money laundering scheme. I mean, Well, somebody's going to get rid of all that drug money somehow. Yeah. So you go in and you buy real estate and you pay cash for it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And uh, he's something that he was mysterious, a mysterious figure in Bayside Gardens there in Clearwater. Few of his neighbors even ever saw him. That's a good thing. You didn't want to be associated with him. He was like evil on two feet. There's no doubt about it. Oh, yeah. He would take a baseball bat and beat your brains in without thinking anything of it just because you didn't do what he asked him you to do. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he was not a nice man. He well, made the mob look good, actually, the Italian mob. He made the Italian mob look... They just hit you with a gun. You know? At least it was quick and easy. <laughs> I know. Oh. A, lot of, you know, a lot of times they did torture people, but for the most part, they just shot you. Oh, well... Now the family of Whitey Bulger is suing the U.S. government for wrongful death because the minute they wheeled him into... Well, he was half dead when they put him in prison. This was October 2018. The minute they wheeled him into the prison where he ended up, he was transferred from the Federal Transfer Center in Oklahoma City to the penitentiary in Hazleton, West Virginia. So the minute they rolled him there into the West Virginia prison in his wheelchair... Yes. He was named Whitey because he always had really blonde hair and then it became gray, right? <laughs> he uh, got bludgeoned to death. They, there was a group of inmates that attacked him with, you know how you put a, a lock in a sock? Oh, jeez. And then shivs. When they were done with him, he was eventually found sitting in his wheelchair. They had gouged his eyes out, oh. cut, almost cut his tongue out. And beat him so badly with this lock in the sock that he was unrecognizable. And now the family's like, hey, 
Well, they make a very valid they point. They want $200 million but, you know, but <laughs> the damages. Same, but the same token, uh, dear old Whitey there probably snuffed out hundreds of people. Yeah. Or told somebody else to snuff out yeah. hundreds of people. So he died from blunt force trauma. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry I'm laughing. Um, that's okay. He was not a nice person. I mean, certain people deserve to die. But get this, no charges filed. And get this. There were no charges filed because officials said that two Massachusetts mobsters were suspects and the Federal Bureau of Prisons didn't identify or charge anybody. In fact, Jennifer, this was the third homicide at that prison in a 40-day span. Well, you know, sometimes the prison officials are in on it, you know? I mean, what, what do you do? Do you really want the state of West Virginia, in this case, paying for the care, the probably astronomical cost care for Whitey Bulger, who was in a wheelchair? He was old. He needed help. Hey, this is one way to relieve the burden to taxpayers. Right. I, th- that's a, just like Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh, I forgot to close the gate. Oh. oh, my heart bleeds. Yeah, I think they beat him with a barbell. Uh, they, they, yeah. That wow. Was, but I mean, the man did horrible things. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't think they're going to see two hundred million dollars. The family. I don't think Whitey they're going to see two bucks. <laughs> two bucks. <laughs> In fact, the lawsuit was dismissed by a judge in January. Take the money that he had absconded with and buried somewhere in some mattress or some wall or some floorboard and uh, enjoy life. Yeah, so... I understand. He's a family member, but still. You know, he did bad things. He did. If he didn't do bad things, he wouldn't have been put in the position he was in to get murdered. Well, corrections officers had warned Congress just days before the most recent Hazleton death that the facilities were being dangerously understaffed. Oh, there you go. And um, he got Epstein. Get the, he did. And Massachusetts based mafia hitman Fotios Freddy Gies was the primary suspect in orchestrating the killing of Bulger. He's 51. And his brother, he and his brother were sentenced to life in prison in 2011 for their roles in several violent crimes, including the 2003 killing of Adolfo Big Al Bruno of the Genovese family. <laughs> oh, the Genovese. That was a big, that was a big crime family. Am I slaughtering yeah. these names? No, that's okay. Genovese? That's no, okay. Family Capo, who was shot in Springfield, Massachusetts, in a parking lot. Yeah, Genovese family is a very large crime family. You got to understand, you know, people say, oh, he was a hitman, he killed all these people. What a kind of animal is he? These people thrive on killing other people. They look for lunatics. And, and, and oh, they, they know. when they heard he was coming because they, they lowered Bulger's medical status on October 8th, 2018, shortly before he was transferred to. Yeah, they knew. Yeah. They knew that if they put him in the same prison cell area as these other two goons. Yeah, so they rolled him on into Gen Pop. They were probably in a rival. Sharpening their yeah, shiv. They're probably rival <laughs> gang members. Let me go kill this guy. They, they, they probably got their family probably has somewhere in their coffers right now half a million dollars. Somebody paid him to do it. Really? Oh, oh and they're in their prison commissary. Uh, what oh, do you call that coming. thing? Yeah, the little, I don't know what it is. They can get, uh, well, the chicken breasts are the big thing that people want to get, at least according to top mom, Casey Anthony. It's usually cell phones that oh, they cell buy the drugs. You can buy more drugs in prison than you can buy anywhere else, actually. It's really quite frightening. I think when you get sentenced to prison, there's like a course or a class you can take to like learn how to live behind bars. You never look anybody in the eye. Do you know what, what you're supposed to do when you're in prison? Carry a shiv. I have no idea. No, I would not make it in prison. No. I wouldn't make it in jail. Never no. mind prison. No. In prison, no, no, no. I, I like being outside too much. They put you me never little, see the sky. Yeah, I you, mean, never, you don't see outside. You don't see anything. I know. I, that, that would kill me. That would kill me. Hence why I don't kill people. <laughs> right. 
So, you know, that's that's one saving grace you got going for you, Karen. I'm not going to kill you because I don't want to go live in an eight by eight windowless cell. Or get the spike. Well, Jennifer <laughs> Ross, thank you so much. Oh, for, that's it? Yeah. No more crime family stuff? No. Oh, you you mentioned something there, and it, 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 it this is, I'm going to tell you a funny story. Okay, go. Oh, God, if I get in trouble for this, God. Change the names. God, I can't because it's a direct relation. I lived, when I first moved here, I lived with a, a person who was not very nice. Uh, she ran drugs. And I didn't find out this until after. I won't mention any names. You weren't the mule? I, no, I, I had no idea. I was naive, naive to the whole situation. Although everybody at work said, don't live with this person. She's not very nice. I came home one day from work. Now, this is when I did morning show, and then I would do the noon news, and then I was done for the day. I came home, and the house was empty. Except for a telephone on a cord in the middle of the room. It, it had been, the entire house had been wiped out. <laughs> and I remember going, and as I'm walking in the house, my lovely neighbor goes, Jen, Jen, Jen. He goes, I'm so sorry you guys are leaving. And I just kind of stopped and went, I said, what do you mean we're leaving? And he goes, yeah. He goes, I just, they, the truck just left. He goes, the guy's loaded up everything. He goes, where are you guys going? He said, I'm not going anywhere. What are you talking? And I opened up the front door and, and literally everything, everything was gone except my mattress. She, this girl wiped me out and my dog had a great day and it had puppies. And one of the puppies was missing, but the dog oh, she was still there. she took a puppy? And she took a puppy. What a bitch. So I didn't have any other choice. So I called my dad and I said, I'm in big trouble. So his comment to me was, go find a house that's empty, that's under X amount of dollars and tell me when you find it. And I said, Okay. And I called a friend of mine who was a real estate agent. We found this lovely house in Lantana. Two mail carriers owned it. They had been transferred to California. House sat empty. It was a 2-2, had a little backyard. And and I found out a pool cost X amount of dollars. So I told my father it was $10,000 more than what it was. You're brilliant. So he goes, "Call call up the agent. Tell him we'll close in a week. I said, okay. I had no idea. I never bought a house. So, make a long story short, we meet at this realtor's office with a law firm that's doing the closing. My father, I pick him up at the airport. He shows up. He's carried a suitcase. I've never seen my father with a suitcase in my life. He always carried a very thin leather briefcase, my dad. Not a big, fat, square thing. So, he gets there, and he goes, okay, let's wrap this up. He goes, I don't want my name affiliated with this. She's going to pay cash for the house. How much is it with all the closing? And he pushes this briefcase across the table to this guy. The guy opens it up and goes, there's money in here. He goes, yeah, I'm buying. He goes, I'm buying the house. Was it hundreds with sequential serial numbers? Oh, yeah. It was was, was a lot of money inside. And my father paid cash from my first house. And then I took him back to the airport, and he said, I was never here. This never (laughs) happened. And never tell your mother. Oh, my God. And that was it. I I love your dad. I said, okay. Well, he's dead now, so I can tell this story. I see. So, uh, yeah, he passed a couple of years ago. You didn't kill him. No, no one killed him. He died of natural causes. There you go. He was 98 when he died. Bless his heart. Bless his heart. Well, that's a great story. So, but we weren't laundering money Uh at all. Right. Just saying. Uh Uh-huh. But that was my first house. And what was your father's name? Tony. (laughs) <laughs> Tony, hey Tony, I need to buy a house over here. <laughs> my my roommate, my roommate quiet? stole me blind, and I don't have anywhere to live. It was true. It I wouldn't work gonna... now, though. You can't get a house down here. No, now you can't get it. You're right. All right. Well, but paying cash for it would work, but no, it wouldn't. Yeah. All right. Well, well that, see you later. That, the FBI is knocking yeah. on the door now. Thanks, Jennifer, for joining us on Full Rigor. Until next time.